Welcome uh, to episode 136 of the Ben Briggs podcast. Uh, I am Ben Briggs. It is uh, it's Saturday, people. Uh, Saturday, the uh, 22nd of August, uh, 2000, 2020. And um, I hope you're all doing well out there. I hope you had a good week uh, back at the grindstone or wherever you're, uh, wherever you're fucking working these days, whether you're working from home or something. It is Saturday, Saturday night. A uh, bit of Wickfield there, he says. Um, getting a throwback to my youth. Uh, Saturday night by Wickfield. Classic, classic tune um, in every shitty discotheque or nightclub that I ever went to. Uh, as a youth, uh, much to my uh, shame, um, I actually used to go to nightclubs, but I never used to dance. I just, used to, I only used to go there because my mates wanted to go there, and I wasn't strong enough just to go out on my own. <laughs> Peer pressure of having a depressing night uh, because my mates were all under the con- uh, conviction uh, that they were bound to pull at the age of seventeen or eighteen. Um, and I looked about 12 years old, so, um, I was, uh, Mr. Fake ID at those points, uh, in my life. <laughs> this is back when, like, over here, um, uh, you obviously still have to be 18. Um, so we started off teetering off before we went to the nightclubs. We'd go down somewhere called Durngate Snooker where you could have a couple of beers and then you'd try your luck to see if you could get in somewhere in Northampton down Bridge Street, one of the clubs down there, either 40s or Saddlers or something like that, using your little fucking fake ID that said you were 21. And And you looked about fucking 12. You looked like you'd been around the shop buying panini stickers and then gone straight out on the piss, on the puss, on the piss. Um, Yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, yeah, fucking hell, they used to, do they still, do they still play tunes like that, where you have an organised dance, that was one of the, one of the things, wasn't it, like with Wigfield Saturday night, and the Macarena and shit like that, they used to, I remember them putting that on, and all the girls would go on the dance floor, it's very much like a school disco for fucking 18 to 21 years old. That's basically what it was like every single nightclub in Northampton with shifty people hanging around in dark corners and shit or people just hanging open with a fucking open neck shirt. Or you get those girls like the groupie girls hanging around the DJ. (laughs) He's playing records. He's got to be attractive. Um, Yeah. Oh, fucking hell. Jesus, uh, thank God I never went into DJing. I've never, I've never seen the appeal of uh, DJs, really. Don't they just play songs? I think I've spoke about this before. Uh, anyway, a little digression there. Early on in the old podcast, let's have a little bit of tea. Um, water the old uh, fucking mouth up a bit. It's good tea today, good tea. Again, um... Yeah, so um, I hope you're all doing well out there. Um, obviously, um, I have still not been gigging. Uh, this is meant to be in the stand-up section of uh, the comedy, the comedy podcast on Apple and uh, um, and Podbean and everything. This is meant to be in the stand-up um, 
section. I think I don't know if they do a rambling sort of like nonsense section. I don't know. We'd probably be way up there. Um, but, uh, you know, class, the first one classed in there is ran, rambling nonsense, he says, unable to get his words out. Um, yeah, this is meant to be in the stand-up section, but it feels very much um, like... Uh, I've got a few gigs coming up. I ain't going to... I ain't gonna lie about it. I've got a few coming up. Um, I need uh, new material nights to try out all my new material and shit like that, um, which basically makes you feel like you're going back to square one again, uh, particularly after a bit of a you know six month break where you haven't been able to do anything. You refuse to do Zoom gigs because they're awful. Um, you re- uh, refuse to do garden gigs around people's houses because they're fucking awful. Uh, the whole dynamics of that is different. If some, if you're doing it around somebody's garden, it's all, I don't know. I'm kind of territorial when it comes to stand-up. You're going into somebody's territory, I know. But somebody owns that, who's there. I know it's the same as going in a comedy club. Somebody owns a comedy club or something. But when you're on stage, you feel like you fucking own the, the, that space for that amount of time that you're on stage. And it just seems a bit weird doing it to somebody and somebody's friends. But, you know, hey, people are making money at it, people, and they're still gigging. So I, I take my hat off to him. I take my hat off to him. It's just not my thing. Um, it's, uh, yeah, it's been a bit of a, been a, bit of a quiet week, uh, really. I'm not going to lie to you. Um, uh, I've got, uh, I did see one thing um, which uh, just sums up sort of like our society today. This is one for the um, uh, conspiracy theory and anti-capitalists out there. Um, There was a... uh, This was a story that um, came from uh, Brazil, I think it was. Uh, It was fucking... this, This is a sort of thing where you look at it and you think, people really don't give a fuck about people who work for them you know what i mean like you know these big corporations or uh or anything like that just don't give two shits about you um you think you're gonna be working your way up the ladder do you it ain't gonna happen uh anyway he says uh, a supermarket worker here we go currently what i am at the moment um in the mornings while i'm trying to get that fucking money together to pay for briggs towers on a monthly basis, uh, uh, at almost uh, a high interest rate when you look at it. Um, that's another thing, isn't it? Like mortgages, you think, oh, that's not too bad over 20 years or whatever. And then you look at the fucking interest that you're paying back. And it's like, oh, fuck me. I could have bought two of these places with the amount of interest I'm, uh, I'm paying back. Anyway. Uh, a supermarket worker dropped dead in the aisles, but his callous bosses kept the store open after covering his corpse with umbrellas. Now, <laughs> I don't know why they just couldn't move him or just maybe they didn't have a freezer section. I don't know. Maybe this is just a a, a, a dried good or canned uh, good store. Um, but fuck me. Uh, I mean... I just, it just beggars belief, doesn't it? Sales manager Manuel Moses Cavalcante, 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 I don't know, 
59, suffered a huge heart attack while working in uh, in the store. Um, fuck me, Jesus. There's pictures of it as well. You know, somebody, you know, somebody, this is the thing these days. Somebody's taking a picture of that and, um, and then not gone, instead of going over and going, uh, I'm pretty sure, uh, um, I'm pretty sure uh I'm pretty sure you ought to be moving the body rather than just covering it over with umbrellas. Uh but no, they've gone, oh no, I'm gonna shame this company. Uh sales manager, yeah, there we go. Colleagues desperately tried to save his life, but he passed away in front of horrified shoppers. However, instead of closing the bustling store, staff continued to serve customers after covering the body with three umbrellas and surrounding it with cardboard boxes. I mean you know, what are they? Who had that thought? That's what I want to know. Who had that fucking thought? Like, come on. Come on. Come on, Carlos. Was his name Carlos? Just fucking giving him the kiss of lice. Manuel, sorry. Fucking, there's... <laughs> he's Brazilian. Of course he's called Carlos. Uh, Manuel. Um... Come on, Manuel, stay away from the light. They're fucking pumping his chest and fucking massaging his arms to get him back together again. And he just dies. And then somebody dies in front of him and somebody goes, well, I, I, I guess we better get some umbrellas and cardboard boxes and cover him over until fucking close of business. Fuck me. I mean, Jesus. Says the shocking incident happened, uh, has only just come to light following a deluge of criticism on social media. The company erred in not closing the store immediately after what happened to await the funeral service, as well as in not finding the correct way to look after the body. Uh, according uh, to the man was the sales manager who felt in, uh, ill inside the store. After Cavalcante died, uh, insisted following guidelines to not remove the body from its place. Oh. Uh, I mean, Jesus. I mean, you, you, you know, it's tough times and shit like that, but you, you don't need to be, like, uh, shopping in a supermarket with a fucking corpse laying under there, don't you? Surrounded by boxes. There must be a bag-for-life joke in there, I imagine. I don't know. I'm not going to be the one to make it. You can... There we go. I'm, I'm being... Uh, I'm being generous. You can uh, you can make that joke yourselves in your own head, and uh, <laughs> and that's my laugh for it right there, right there, that fake laugh. Uh, fuck you now. I mean, you know, it's uh, you'd at least drag the body out, wouldn't you? You'd at least like close that oil down and close the oils down where you could at least fucking take him out the back of the shop, you know, prop him up, something like that on a chair. You know, put some strings on him, that sort of shit. Be fucking weekend at Bernie's on the old fucking checkout. <laughs> weekend at fucking Tesco's. Jesus, that'll be the, that'll be the uh, fucking um, the sequel to Weekend at Bernie's. Weekend at Tesco's. It didn't happen at Tesco's, by the way. Let's have a little bit more tea. Uh, let's have a look. Um, I don't know, man. I mean, what do you do in that situation with a body that's laying on the floor? You know, you, you just drag it away, don't you? You know, you don't, just don't fucking leave it there and go, right, okay, he's dead, he's gone. Let's mourn him. 
but we've we've got a fucking special on wine at the minute, and it is fucking needs stocking up. So, <laughs> manager complaining to his uh, the upper people in the upper levels of the company. Well, I was a man down for half of the day today, uh, so we didn't get everything done. Um, but you know, and now we've got to move his body as well. That's fucking more work. Just stick him on a pallet truck and drag him out. Uh, I don't know, people. I don't know what is the world coming to. Or maybe they thought it was a nice way, you know. Oh, he always loved umbrellas. Let's put him under some umbrellas and stack some cardboard around him. I mean, like, they are those fucking, you know, who's who's going to want those umbrellas? They are those, like, they don't look like normal umbrellas. They look like the, the sun umbrellas that you have, like, on your patio or whatever. But who, you know... Who's going to want to buy them? They're going to be like, oh, fucking hell, we're losing money on these umbrellas as well. We've had to mark them down. You know, <laughs> cadaver stock or whatever. I don't know. Uh, let's have a little bit more tea, shall we? Um, let's have a... Um, there was... A, let's have a bit of good news, shall we, this week. Uh, one thing I saw... Um, was uh, at Bristol Zoo, uh, critically endangered Western lowland gorilla was born at Bristol Zoo. It's never going to see those uh, Western lowlands, by the way. It is... <laughs> I don't know why they do it. I know there's a thing about preserving them and um, preserving the species, but at some point you've got to think, we've tried too hard with these fucking extinct animals, haven't we? You know, we've fucked up. You know, like the panda and shit like that, you know, if they're not, you know, if their habitats go in, that's our fault as as human beings. Do we really need to fucking keep breeding them just so they can be a fucking zoo exhibit and then travel around different zoos like on holiday every now and again so other people from other countries can go, oh, yeah, this is one of the animals who we've completely fucked. Going, the last time I went to a... A fucking zoo. It was a um not the la no not the last time I went to. But every every fucking zoo, I always have that pang of guilt. Um, I think I went to a wildlife park, Woburn Safari Park. Um, that's the one where you get to drive around in your car, so you're not only fucking staring through your window at it. You're sort of like, you know, killing the animals slowly through fumes and cancer through cancerous fumes. I don't know. I, you know, I, I'm I'm all for, you know, like having animals in the wild and shit like that and, um, you know, and nurturing their habitat and breed, breeding programs in the wild and shit. But what's the fucking point of, unless they're going to release it in the wild, you know, teach it how to be a fucking gorilla and shit, what is the fucking point of breeding shit just to put it in a fucking zoo? I don't, you know, isn't it? That's like having a newborn baby and just putting it in fucking prison for the rest of its life and see how, you know, see how natural that fucking acts. But just saying, well, we've got a, you know, we've got a baby in prison, haven't we? You know, if babies were becoming extinct, people's, you know, one of those weird sort of like children of men situations where people can't have like um can't have babies anymore in the future and you just put a baby in fucking prison 
and we all go and gawp at it and go, oh, fucking hell, you know, what a beautiful animal behind them bars. <laughs> Tapping a button to get fucking fed all the time, roaming around on concrete. Uh, I don't know, man. It just, uh, I just don't see the point in just zoos breeding anything unless they're going to release it in the wild. And there's no point releasing it in the wild if um, if if we've still destroyed its habitat. So we might as well just shoot them all, feel that pang of guilt for about a year, two years, something like that. You know, sell their hands off as ashtrays. <laughs> I mean, who fuck, you know, as a species, we've done some fucked up things, haven't we? Whoever thought that a gorilla's hand... Who looks at a gorilla's hand like that? You know, they've just executed him. A gorilla's hand. You know, just poachers. Oh, fucking hell, man. Well, we got the head. And uh, that, that'll look good on a steak on the wall. And uh, the skin, obviously, like the fur and skin, that'll make a nice jacket and shit. Uh, the feet and stuff, you could, you know, put, you know, coat hooks or something like that. But what the fuck are we going to... We've got all these fucking gorilla hands left over. What the fuck are we going to do? Somebody's just smoking it in the background. Oh, God. Just stubs it out. Holy fucking shit. This is a money-making idea. We can sell fucking gorilla hands as ashtrays. It's an amazing idea. Quick, get them in here. Ah, oh, Jesus, I don't know. Um, let's have a little bit more tea. It just seems like all of these things, you know, like all of these um, uh, species that we're trying to save and shit like that, you know. Isn't there like some sort of rhino or something where there's two of them left and they're both female? I mean, you might as well just, yeah. Just put a bullet in their head right now. You, you know, end of species, right? We'll draw a line under that. We can move on. Instead of keeping these things, you know, alive. Yes, we fucked up. I think it's the white rhino. Is it? Let's have a look. White. Is it the white northern rhino? Let's have a look. Northern rhino. White northern rhino. Uh, wild population. Uh, how many left? Let's have a look. How many left he says um reading it out as if he's there are only yeah yeah two northern white rhinos left in the world nijan a female was born in captivity in 1989 i mean oh let's have a look at this 17th of january 2020 on september the 11th uh, 2019 scientists from Avanti uh, Laboratory in Italy announced that they had successfully created two northern white rhino embryos with only two females surviving of the subspecies. This development is a huge step. They could be back, man. They could be back. And they're going to use those embryos to fuck the ones that are living. And hopefully these uh, those involved in the, the embryos were created using eggs from one of the last two of the subspecies. Uh, after five egg cells were harvested in August 2009. So are they going to do anything about that? Or are they going to go, <laughs> they'll probably go, oh, yeah, yeah. We only had finances to make the embryos. Uh, you're still going to die out, but we could bring them back. I don't know, you know. They have been poached into extinction. There's two females left and they're just sitting around going, Jesus, I haven't 
I haven't been fucked in like 20 years. Jesus. I got the horn bad, man. There we go. There's a pun. There's a pun for you. Hey, eh? all you pun-liking pun people out there, there's a pun for you. Uh, yeah, so um, uh, the Westland Lowland Gorilla, how many of them are left? Let's have a look. Uh, let's have a bit more tea before we look at this. There we go. Uh, Western Lowland Gorilla. Western Lowland Gorilla. Let's have a look. Population. 100,000 individuals. That's not that bad, is it? I mean, for fuck's sake. What the fuck are Bristol Zoo fucking patting themselves on the back of, about? 100,000. The Western Lowland Gorilla is the most widespread and numerous of the four gorilla subspecies. No accurate estimates of their numbers are possible as these elusive apes. <laughs> elusive. Is that fucking tree staring at me over there? Um, apes inhabit some of the Africa's densest and most remote rainforests. However, the total population is thought to be a number of 100. Oh, you got fucking loads. Jesus. That's 200,000 ashtrays straight away. You're not, you're not going to need that much. You could half that. Down to 50,000 individuals, you've got 100,000 ashtrays. You know, you probably don't even need that in the world these days with everybody fucking vaping and shit. You know, you could use them for other stuff. Just, you know, Halloween, putting it on somebody's shoulder. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe that could... Maybe that's what they're breeding them up for. I don't know. Maybe that's what... Uh, this. Anyway, so there's the fucking... So that's that. There's a fucking gorilla. I just, I just think all no animal really lives in the wild now, do they? You know, we have populated virtually everywhere, and no animal, everybody, every fucking wild animal that's in danger. You know, Kenya, you go to those national parks and shit. They're all fenced off and shit, aren't they? Really, you know, they're not. They're not as wild as they were, were they? You know. They're seeing fucking tourists go round in a car all the time. Lions coming over and shit, just checking you out. They get comfortable. I don't know. It's just everything is like it's like just seems like it's in a bigger cage. You know what I mean? Even those open reserves and shit like that and, and national parks and shit, they're just like a bigger version of a cage, isn't it? You know, that's what we've done because, you know, we want to we want to live around this area so you fuckers can fuck off. Um, that's what that's what they say to the animals. I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, on animals dying out, let's go for another thing here. Um, this was uh, Trump's reckless Arctic drilling. Uh, that's the title of it as well. I don't know how, you know, just fucking... Uh, Anywhere, just fucking de drilling fucking anything. It sounds like he's had an affair with an Inuit woman, doesn't it? R Trump's reckless Arctic drilling. Um, drilling for oil, I imagine, aren't they? Uh, it says Trump's reckless uh, uh, approval of oil drilling in the Arctic National Wildlife Refuge um, could kill uh, the region's polar bears. Um, well, you know, like, I, it's another thing, isn't it? It's another thing that we're doing, isn't it? 
It's another thing, you know, like you think, oh, oh, thank fuck, we've got a lowland gorilla and that, and numbers for those are coming up, but somebody else over the other side of the world is fucking killing polar bears by, you know, by drilling. And then you're like, okay, stop the fucking drilling. It's like whack-a-mole, innit? Like with the fucking environment. That's it, innit? You know, stop the fucking drilling, save the polar bears. Okay, that's done. Oh, fuck you now. What's Japan doing with the whales again? <laughs> or Norway. Why the fuck are you hunting whales again? Because it's our right to hunt whales. It's everything, isn't it? You know, David Attenborough must wake up every day and just go, oh, fucking hell. People have not learned anything. Anything from my documentaries. Everybody watches the fucking documentaries like that, didn't they? Oh, fucking hell. They are beautiful beautiful animals there's what they're fucking living on oil let's get out there man (laughs) i would kick a baby polar bear in the face to get to that oil kill it in front of its own mother when she comes over to protect it you just cut her claws off and fucking stab stuff with her big cigars out in it i don't know people i I, there's got to be a better world hasn't it it can't go on like this, surely. We need diversity of species, don't we? I, I don't know. We need cows, don't we, to feed people. We need chickens to feed people and pigs. And then every, everything else is sort of like, you know, it's sort of like just there, isn't it? I know that it's there for the environment and stuff all the way up, isn't it? Like I'm aware of like how food chains work and that. But surely if you just wiped everything out... <laughs> <laughs> kept cows, chickens, and fucking pigs. I don't know. How bad could it get, really? How bad would it get? You know, the grass would grow a bit longer, would it? You know, rivers would be diverted a little bit. That was the whole thing about uh, Yellowstone Park, wasn't it? When they int- reintroduced the wolves, apparently. It changed the the way the river ran because, like, they were hunting, like, the fucking deer and shit, and the deer weren't weren't nibbling all the plants as much. So, like, the plants fucking grew up, like, and trees, more trees grew up and shit like that, and it sort of, like, diverted. Hey, man, wolves have changed the landscape. Yeah, but if you got rid of the wolves and you got rid of the the fucking deer, then, uh, you know, it's going to be the same scenario, isn't it? You just haven't got, you know, wolves and deer running around to worry about. (laughs) I don't know. We might as well... You know, I'm one step away. That is one step away from tarmacking the whole fucking planet and going, right, you know, this is it. We've fucked up this one. We'll try and find somewhere we can get to. And this time, you know, that's that's basically what human beings are going to do, I think. We're going to go from planet to planet, just uh, pretty much like uh, the film Independence Day only will be the aliens in that. Just going from planet to planet, taking up all the resources, using all them, and then just, you know, just ditching it and going, right, okay, 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 this time, okay, this planet, this planet, we're definitely, definitely going to keep it cool. You remember what happened to the last two? Fuck me, Jesus. Who'd have thought it would? the last one would explode like that? Fuck. So this time, right. 
We're going to be good. We're going to look after the planet. We're going to look after the environment on here. Hey, what's that black sticky stuff over there? Is that fucking oil? Bang, drill it. (laughs) I don't know. (coughs) We are totally like that. We are totally going to be that. Maybe that's Independence Day. Uh, the film Independence Day was the the um, uh, uh, the future for all of us, and we didn't even know it. That we are, in fact, those aliens going from planet to planet, just using up all the resources. And Will Smith um, <laughs> essentially wiped out humans in the future. That could be it. I don't know. I don't know. What are we on, people? Uh, 28 minutes. We're fucking rambled today, aren't we? Let's have a little bit more tea. Um, oh, it's fucking cold. It always gets cold at the end, doesn't it? You have that, ah. Uh, there's the peak heat, and then it gets fucking cold and horrible and shitty. Anyway, we're on 29 minutes, people. That is pretty much, you know, we've gone from dead people being covered over with umbrellas to dead animals, dead polar bears, and then dead planets i mean you know we've covered a lot of death in this uh with very little light in the darkness i (laughs) i ain't gonna lie to you i don't know what it was we went off on tangents who knows anyway if you want to uh complain or anything about the uh amount of death content in this episode of uh the ben briggs podcast you can email me at uh podcast at uh, benbriggs.co.uk um, I will be back um, on Tuesday uh, with a little bit uh, of a less uh, deathly vibe uh, I'll try and be a bit more upbeat shall I shall I do that I don't know I don't know um, it's just rants in it it's just rants man it's just rants um, yeah so I'll try to uh, be a bit more of a chipper not talk about Every animal being ex- extinct and fucking tarmacking over the planet for the good of society. Uh, have a good rest of your weekend, uh, motherfuckers. I'll speak to you on Tuesday. Uh, take care.